recorded yes and i guess we can kind of start okay okay oh, i didn't tell me anything oh, oh you no, see it? Okay. it says recording never mind i see okay. it all right good 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 okay hello hello hey guys Hi. welcome back to the but don't quote me podcast about life love and the culture right um, i'm madison and I'm Lindy, and today we have a special guest. You can introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Miyoshi Days. Um, I'm the founder of a company called Hate the Dot, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. I like your name a lot, honestly. Miyoshi. Yeah, it's That's cute. so cute. I saw it, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. You. Thank you. No problem. Um, so I guess we can get more into... Um, Hate the Dot, which is a cute name as well. Um, so what I got from it, it's like, it feels like it's multiple things. I saw how it's like a online community for people to be able to like talk in a free space about their periods, but it's also like a subscription box with like organic um, like pads and just a bunch of things that help you like during your journey as like, not your journey, but like on your period and all of that which I think is really nice and helpful. So I guess you can deeper explain like Hate the yeah. Dot overall. Yeah, so Hate the Dot is multiple things. Like you said, um, we launched our online community last month in February. So we're, we're very new <laughs> um, on that front. Um, but I founded Hate the Dot six years ago. So I've been doing this work for a while. And what the work is, is period advocacy, um, advocating for um, period poverty, um, advocating against the tampon tax, um, education, educational workshops, um, teaching people about their bodies and periods and ways that they can have a better period and self-care and things like that. Um, so our online community, like I said, launched last month in February, um, and it's all about turning your menstrual cycle into a self-care ritual. And it's really about providing a safe space for women, girls, menstruators, to really ask those questions and get answers to those questions that they didn't get answered anywhere else or they're too afraid to ask anyone else. Yeah. Um, and so we have a, we, I've interviewed experts from all around the world to talk about everything from periods to menstrual cycles, to vaginas, to um, everything. We have guided meditation sessions, we have movement sessions. So it's really a safe space for self-care and learning and exploring your body. Um, that's what Hate the Dot is for our online platform. As you mentioned, um, a subscription box. Our subscription box launches officially in May and it's it's aligned to your menstrual cycle and it and I guess I'll I'll deep dive into it later, but it's really aligning your menstrual cycle to self-care. So we have four products in the box each month. We're working with different companies to help you take care of yourself no matter what phase of your cycle you're in. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great. You know, periods be a lot of work. Um I do have a question though. How did you like, you know, get into this um, field or work or whatever you would, I guess, categorize it as? Uh, yeah, I started this work because I used to get really bad menstrual periods, right? Mm -hmm. Really painful. I mean, I have horror stories for days, right? And one, 
month I was home on my period and I had got my period and I had no pads, no tampons and I was cramping and it was a mess. So I called my dad and I said, hey, can you run to the drugstore for me to get these things, to get pads, tampons, all the things that I need? And he said, yeah, sure. And he went to the store and he came back with all the wrong things. (laughs) And so I thought to myself, you know, why can't I have everything I need and want for my period delivered to me every Mm -hmm. month? And that's where the idea came from. But that was six years ago. And it has like taken this journey of just so many other things and talking to people, understanding what they need um, and how they want to, you know, build a better relationship with their body. So that's kind of where it all started from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I feel like to start this work, I feel like it had to be like some sort of experience, like yeah. with your period. Cause I was like, you really get into it, like, man, this is, this sucks. And you know, you just know other people are going through it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And building this, I've just been able to have like thousands of conversations about periods and bodies. And it has informed me so much in the work that I do. So, yeah. What's like the, like, I don't know if you really want to get into this, but like the worst story you've ever heard or something that's like bad that's happening to you on your period where you're just like, man, this is, this is different. Like, (laughs) Um, I can share one of my horror stories. I have two major horror stories. So the first one is my first period ever. My first period story. I, I started, I was starting a new school. It was the first day of school was wearing uniform sixth grade in Brooklyn and started new school like I said we were in class wearing khaki pants and actually like the night before my mom had the birds and the bees talk with me because she knew I was going to middle school so she was just like you know it's coming so she had the birds and the bees talk with me and so I was sitting in my chair and my stomach was hurting and then I looked down and I had blood all over my khaki pants and I had, and I knew no one in the class. I had a male teacher. And so my first day and I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do. I kind of just like froze there for like half the class period. And then my teacher was like, okay, it's lunchtime. Everyone get up to go to the lunchroom. And I just sat there. I just sat there. And, and I kind of just looked at him like, I can't get up. And he just looked at me and he was like, okay, I'll get a female teacher. So he knew. Mm-hmm. So it could have, it could have went left, but he knew yeah. to get a female teacher and um, that we handled that. Um, and then another time I was in high school and I was, I had my period and I was supposed to be doing something after school. So I had gone to school and I was getting on the train and I had bad cramps and I was feeling really dizzy, but I was like, I'll just, I'll just get on the train and do what I got to do. And all I remember was swiping in to the train and then waking up in an ambulance. So like I had passed out on the train platform because I was on my period. I was so weak. Oh and my goodness. I'm just so thankful that I, you know, like passed out on the platform and not like on the tracks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those were two horror stories I have surrounding my period. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's- crazy I'm right because like, <laughs> oh. I 
I'm like at this point where my period is starting to get worse. I don't know why. Um, I went to a doctor about it. She was basically just saying like you grow, you grow, and you're getting older, so things happen. But like period symptoms and how everything's going, I'm just now getting things that I have never experienced before in my life. So like, I don't really know where to go with it. I guess like I'm more of trying to figure out how to make it. I want to get back to the regular. Like you know, it happens, but I, I don't really, you know, it doesn't really bother me. But now it's bothering me. But um, I feel like that's something people never talk about. Like, your period be changing. Like, not even just the days, but the intensity. Absolutely. It changes depending, I find, for myself. Because everybody is different, right? Everybody has a unique relationship with their period and their bodies. But for me, like, growing up when I was younger, like, high school, early college, like, I used to get horrible cramps. Like, had to miss school, had to miss work. Like, horrible cramps. And now my period comes and I don't even know some days, right? Mm-hmm. And so I find that like, I think it comes with age, like getting older for me. And I think it also comes with lifestyle and diet. Like if I find that I'm eating a lot of meat, a lot of dairy, a lot of like drinking a lot of alcohol and then my period comes, I have horrible cramps. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing a better job of like exercising regularly, more of a more balanced diet, I feel better and my period comes and like I said I don't even feel it so it really depends on the person and and their lifestyle changes and their lifestyle really honestly I noticed that because I, I just started like eating a little bit better mm-hmm. and usually when my period starts it um like I cramp like the day before and mm-hmm. then I cramp when it starts and I cramp again and then it kind of just the rest is chill but it started off so clean like I wasn't really cramping like that I was just so excited I noticed it too I was like wow is this what healthy eating does because I might have to do it for real yeah yeah I went a few years ago I went vegan for six months and my period period was a dream (laughs) it was like a dream (laughs) yeah I don't know why I'm not getting worse because I have <laughs> I have been working out and eating well, but I don't know. I think I I yeah I think my period is just like okay you're older so maybe we're gonna you know switch it up on you so we're gonna see how that goes for me but <laughs> at this point it's playing with me okay. <laughs> um, okay. So do you have like a preference of tampons? in pads and when you started and I guess um whoever started you like your mom or something did they start you with pads because I know like some people just don't like tampons yeah my mom didn't love tampons um but I I started off with pads um and then I graduated up into tampons um and you know I I I think I would suggest like if it's your first period to get comfortable with pads first and then graduate up into tampons. Um, my preference, my preference is still pads. Um, I just feel that way. I don't know. I just feel like it's flowing and it's flowing out of you and, you know, it's collecting that way. Um, I have used a cup in the past still working on mastering that <laughs> i've heard a lot of people really like that like every time i see some sort of like review on it they're like oh yeah it's great i'm like oh, yeah. i want to be one of those people one day i will be but um 
for now I'm using pads. I just, I, I want to, use, I want to be a cup user or even like a period underwear user. Um, but right now I'm using pads. I prefer pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, same, but that's just cause I, nah, I guess it is a horror story cause I was scarred, but um, <laughs> with tampons, like when I first did it, cause I started off with pads and then like my mom, she, she doesn't really like tampons. Like she's not a fan. So she was just like, um, no, you're going to get toxic shock syndrome. Like this. That's what everybody say. Yeah, she was serious. I never did it until one day. I just had to know. And then <laughs> it was the most stress, stressful day of my life. I tried to do it. And it just, it was just uncomfortable. It didn't feel right. Then I tried to like backtrack, take it out. It took forever to take it out. I was stressed, crying. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then yeah. I stopped using it again for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not friends. I prefer tampons only because I just feel, if you put it, because the thing with tampons is like you, first of all, there's all this like terrible, like built up, oh, they're terrible. They can do this. They can do that around, it. especially when you're young. Like that's what you hear from everybody, like from your teachers, from your mamas. But as long as you like, you got to like take your time <laughs> and put it in, then it usually is fine for me. I prefer tampons, but I like to do like a couple days of tampons and then like, then like maybe later on, then I'll do like the pads and the like the liners and stuff just because it's like, all right, well, yeah. no need to keep doing this. Like, let's just let it end itself. Um, but yeah, I prefer tampons. Yeah, I, I, I switch it up. But I mean, if I had to choose one, it would be pads. But I also like switch it up depending on like my flow and things like that. And I think with like, you know, hearing all the like toxic shock stuff, I think that's like a lot of misinformation around that toxic, you're only susceptible to toxic shock syndrome if you leave it in for a long time, and you have to change your tampon and your pad regularly. Um, so yeah, just make sure you're you're changing them. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Yeah. Gotta remember. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's crucial because, oh gosh, it's crucial to change. You shouldn't, you shouldn't sleep with the tampon in. Don't sleep with uh, Yeah, I be making sure I don't do that, especially yeah. now that I'm more like conscious about what I be doing to my body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Your body absorbs that stuff. So like, regardless if it's organic cotton or, you know, not or whatever the case may be your body still is absorbing all that stuff and if you have that stuff in that foreign object inserted inside of you for a long amount of time you can still get toxic shock syndrome from organic cotton tampons or whatever so you just have to make sure you're changing them and not sleeping in them yeah okay that's a tip everyone so just remember that (laughs) if you don't know but um, I am, I guess I kind of want to talk about like what things you didn't learn when you were younger about periods that you're like, you're learning um, now, because I know thinking back to like, I remember when I first started getting my period, I would only get it, like it would only come when I was at home. Like the first like three, four times it would only come when I was at home. So in my head, cause nobody told me, I'm like, oh, my period only comes when I'm at home. Like, I don't know why, but that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it only comes when I'm at home because it only comes when I'm at home. So, <laughs> of course, one day it came when I was at school, completely unprepared, had nothing in the bag, and had to come on. I'm like, yeah, it, it didn't come 
it came when I was at school, which is weird. Um, which I I don't know. I guess nobody told me that it could come whenever, but <laughs> you know, yeah. So basically, things you didn't know then that you know now, or something like that. It's crazy how our minds work when we're younger. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I would say just an overarching like your period is not something to be ashamed of. I think, you know, for me growing up, like there was just this like negative stigma around it was it was dual. It was dual. Like when I first got my period. My mom like called all my aunts and my grandma and told them and I'm just like ma what are you doing like, you know, she was like excited in a sense mm-hmm. but then there was also like you know the the taboo of like you kind of have to like hide yourself or like cover up when you have your period or just making sure you're always like I don't know I just feel like there was just this negative stigma around your my period um growing up and I don't know if that was put on me by others or if I just felt that way naturally but I just felt like my period was a bad thing and I I um I was ashamed of it for a long time so I just think that was just a a misconception that I had when I was growing up around my period yeah I think that is I feel like it's probably something I don't know if if everybody's in everybody's case but I think a lot of time it is something that's put on you because I remember even being in high school like if you're on your period people like girls would like make sure that like their period stuff was in this like type of bag that was like you can't see it like it has to be you know you have to hide it when you're walking to the bathroom or you gotta just say you're going to the bathroom because you have to pee or you know like it's just all this stuff you're doing just to have to like you're a girl and it's that month and it's that time like it was crazy yeah, I had a period bag that was like incognito. <laughs> yeah. It almost feels like, I don't know, like a secret society almost. Like we're really out here hiding stuff when everybody knows this is happening. Like it's everybody knows, but we we just go through so much to hide it. I'm walking down hallways, like, hey, look at my booty and see if there's something back there. Cause I'm just super nervous all day, super stressed. Can't even wear the outfits I want to wear this week. I had them all planned out. <laughs> right. It's just so, it's, it's different. It's different. Like, exactly. The way it's kind of like publicly shamed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to this day. And I guess that like kind of goes into like how society feels about it and the period tax and just like, just the unfairness of it all, essentially. Yeah. It's extremely unfair. And it's just like, this society a lot of the the rules and the regulations and just a lot of things a lot of attitudes are built from male culture and really not understanding how female administrators work and how our bodies work and so a lot of there are a lot of misconceptions there are a lot of ignorant statements that are said there are a lot of jokes that are inappropriate um, at our expense and so it makes us feel ashamed it makes us feel like our periods are a bad thing, but literally like you would not be here if you, if your mom did not have a period, like that, that is how the biology behind it works. But we have been 
told and taught that our periods and our bodies are like a bad thing or they're there's something to be ashamed of and our natural biology is something to be ashamed of periods are a natural bodily function um just like going to the bathroom like it's a normal bodily function that happens and so um just having these conversations and reprogramming ourselves, teaching and ourselves and learning and unlearning um, certain things are really vital to continue this conversation and making sure that it's it's not a negative taboo, but it's just a fact of life. Yeah, definitely more conversations about it because I feel like now I talk to my friends about my period or like talking to my mom or whatever, like that's normal. But I really don't think like thinking back in like high school and stuff, having like a period conversation other than like, oh, I might be on my period today. Not like, oh, my period is like this. Is your period like that? Or even like the whole women's period syncing up thing. I never knew about that until like, I don't even know when I learned, but it was probably like growing up like with my mom and realizing that our peers are the same but like even things like that like not having like an actual conversation around it other than just like oh well I have my period on Tuesdays you have yours on Thursday cool like <laughs> just more conversations yeah yeah definitely more conversations and also like the benefit of having more conversations is that if you're going through something or if you have period product period symptoms that you know maybe you used to have really bad period cramps and you changed your diet and now you don't having a conversation with someone else and telling them that information can help them in -hmm. their journey maybe they're also going through something like they're having bad period cramps or you know what products to use or things like that just having conversation just normalizing the conversation can help you share information with someone else so they can be a better advocate for themselves Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially, it doesn't even have to be another girl. It could be a man because you know. be a man. It could be whomever. Could be- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to get into the Rosa method and how you can like practice like self care during your period. Because I know, like, basically, when you get on your period, you're just like, "Hey, today ain't it." <laughs> but um. I guess like kind of explain the Rosa method and just like your overall thoughts on like how to improve your mental health and everything during that crucial time. (laughs) Yeah, I can, I can walk you through the Rosa method. So yeah, the Rosa method is something that I created that really helps you align your self-care to your menstrual cycle. And that really, that includes menstruation, that includes everything, right? So when we're taught, <laughs> when we're taught about our periods and our bodies, I think one thing that we don't dive deep into in school or wherever we learned it is really understanding your menstrual cycle um, as a whole, right? So from the time we hit puberty, we get our first period till the time we hit menopause as menstruators, we're constantly going through a cycle. So the first phase in our cycle is menstruation. And that happens, you know, from day one to day seven or however many days you get it. Um, And it goes through this cycle and our average cycle was about 28 days. Um, But some people may get it for a few days longer, a few days shorter. For example, my cycle is 26 days. I know that just because I'm aware of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so when they teach the menstrual, when people 
generally teach the menstrual about the menstrual cycle, they generally compare the four phases of the menstrual cycle to the four seasons. So when you on your period, your period is the first phase of your menstrual cycle, it's menstruation, and it's usually comparative to winter time. So think about winter, think about what you feel during winter. Oh <laughs> think about oh. right. I'm under your bundle up. It's right. dark outside. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> about that. Like that's menstruation. Then after your period's over, you move into your follicular phase. So after your period's over, we move into after winter time is over, we move into springtime. So think about spring, think about what's happening, think about how you feel, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. After your follicular phase is over, you move down into ovulation. Ovulation is generally the summertime of your cycle. Think about summertime, think about how you feel, all that stuff, right? (laughs) And then after summer is over, you move into pre-menstruation and that's the fall time. Think about fall, think about what's happening outside, think about changes. That's that's, that's what's happening during pre-menstruation. So starting over on the cycle, like when you first start off on menstruation, and this is the ROSA method, you really want to prioritize rest. And that is the R in ROSA, right? This is your menstrual phase, it's your period. Your energy levels are generally lower. Um, you don't have as much capacity. <laughs> and so you really want to prioritize R and that's rest. And, you know, self-care can look like, you know, saying no. Um, self-care can look like taking a day off. <laughs> self-care can look like, sleeping, taking a nap. Um, self-care can look like, you know, if you're if you're an active person who exercises regularly, it could be light stretching or yoga. You don't want to do too much during this phase, but that's what that's what the that's the first phase and that's menstruation. That's R and that stands for rest. Um, and then after your period's over, you might realize that your energy levels are, are, are a little bit higher and you feel brighter, you feel better. And this is you moving into your springtime. This is the follicular phase. Um, and then that's the O in Rosa and that's outgoing. So you feel more outgoing, you feel vibrant, like ooh, your period's over, you have energy, <laughs> right? You have energy, you have more clarity, more direction. Um, and that's the O in Rosa. And self-care can really look like if you're a content creator, channeling that and planning out content, filming things, like planning out your month, um, creating projects or going back to projects that you've been procrastinating on. You have all this energy and you just, you need to channel it somewhere. Um, So that's a great time to do that, right? And then after your, after so rest and then outgoing, and then after your springtime is over, you move down into ovulation and this is the peak of your cycle. And this is summertime, and this is the S in Rosa, and it stands for sexy. So you feel very sexy. You feel um, you feel amazing, right? You feel confident. For me, when I'm ovulating, my skin is glowing. I just feel amazing. I feel like that girl. Like I just feel like. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so you're your most confident during this phase. You're mo- you're your most turned on. You feel like a superhero. Like this is a, a great time to really nurture and care for yourself. Um, this is a great time to also set healthy boundaries because during this phase, you tend to want to give, 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 give to everyone around you and say yes to everything because you feel so amazing. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you are setting boundaries because you may 
commit to all these things and realize you have no time for yourself. Um, and so, yeah, during, during this phase, you just want to do things that make you feel good physically. So that's the, so first is the art and rest. Then it's, then it's um, O and outgo outgoing. Then it's S and sexy. And then now we move into pre-menstruation. So after summer's over, you might realize that your energy levels start to come down and things are changing and fall is happening. So you might realize like right before your period, your energy levels start to come down and you just start noticing some changes. You might get some cramping, you might get some bloating, you might get that PMS, she might rear its head, <laughs> right? And this is like the fall time. This is kind of like the adulting phase. This is kind of like, you kind of just wanna like be at home by yourself, wrap yourself in a blanket and watch Netflix and be by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> this is kind of, this is the fall time phase and this is the A in Rosa and this is attention and awareness. And attention and awareness is all about, this is when you're more in tune with your body and your emotions. You might be more emotional during this time. Um, and self-care can really look like journaling and reflection. I find that I'm really in tune with my emotions during this time. Um, I'm a lot more honest with myself and others during this time. Um, and so self-care can really just look like, like I said, journaling, reflection, taking a bubble bath, um, giving yourself like a spa day or whatever, and just really nurturing yourself. Um, and so, yeah, that's like the Rosa method. Um, it, it breaks down each phase of your cycle and really how to prioritize yourself and self-care during each phase. So, yeah. Wow. That's a really good comparison with like the seasons and stuff, because I also feel like like the way the period affects you, like the weather and what's going on around you can affect you as well. So mm -hmm. that's just a really good comparison because Thank you. Uh, when it when it gets too much outside, it's just like yeah. I can't. I'm such a, like a visual, I don't know, visual person. When it's dark outside, I just feel like man, I feel dark too. Like time, <laughs> you kind of just want to like hibernate. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> and that's good for like awareness as well, because I don't think. I mean, I usually can feel when like especially during my period, what my mood is, but like when I'm not in my period, I don't really be paying attention to like, oh, like if I feel better and then, you know, can correlate that to like, oh, is this, you know, awareness month? Should I be like, you know, journaling right now? Do I, like, so I think it's good to have that method, especially so you can be more aware about your yeah. mood. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it really has helped me because understanding like, when you're menstruating and when you're pre-menstruating, like that's one side of the cycle. And then the other side is your follicular phase and ovulation. And in, in, on one side, you have more energy, you're more extroverted. And on the, on the other side, you have less energy, less, you have less capacity and you're, you're more introverted, right? And so I used to like beat myself up because I'm like, yo, I did so much stuff two weeks ago. I was crushing it and things mm -hmm. like that. And then now, like, I don't have any energy and I'm tired. And I used to, like, beat myself up personally. I'm like, why can't I do all the things that I wanted to do? Why can't I cook, clean, um, do all of the things, create content, all that stuff? And it's like, actually, your body is doing a lot and you're, we're on a cycle. We don't have the same output every single day. So once I understood that, like, okay, my capacity is on a cycle, my body's working on a cycle, 
I can align everything I want to to my cycle instead of just thinking I had I can do the same thing every single day and have the same output. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good too. Yes, you can know like what you're supposed to be, or like where your I guess like capacity is for energy for that um, week. I know for me, a lot of time I did, well, when I was younger, I didn't want to track my period because I was like, I don't need it. <laughs> like, I was like, that's a lot to think about. Yeah. But I I mean, growing up and being this 23-year-old now, I see that it's, it's like you said, it's much more than just like, oh, your period comes on Monday. So be prepared for that. Especially now, like knowing that like ovulation is a part of it and all that kind of stuff. And that's a whole week of like, you get pregnant. <laughs> That's interesting. That's another thing I never learned. I did not know. I thought you just, you know, when you're not on your period, you be pregnant. When you're on your period, you don't get pregnant. But that's not true. <laughs> that's that's what you learn in school pretty much. Yeah. Yes. That's it. You know, whatever, you know. But I do, I really like period apps. I'm not even sure how I found it or how that even started. Somebody must have said it. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Like, let me go get it right now. Yeah. But I really like it. And I also didn't really think of, about ovulation like at all until the app said something about it. They're like, you're ovulating this week. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate this. Yeah, I don't, I track my period. I do it the old fashioned pen and paper way. <laughs> I don't use an app um, currently, but um, I used to, but I just, I just found that I like it better. I like to write things down. So I just like have a calendar and I kind of just like write it out. And I write down like some days I'm like, wow, I have so much energy today. Like I'll just make a note of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll look back and I'm like, oh, that's because I was ovulating or that's because, oh, I was in my follicular phase during that time. And it all makes sense. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I must go like really well like with your work and everything just being able to like write it down plus like writing down things and journaling that that overall is like very important and just like very good for I guess for your soul I personally think I guess but <laughs> yeah really good to write we stuff really down enjoy that. yeah voice journaling good reflection um because <laughs> sometimes you need it I think it's good to even it feels good to look back on that and we and like you said see like oh these were these were good days they correlate or if this was a bad day it correlates so you know it all makes sense I wasn't just like tripping like it it all makes sense (laughs) true well I guess going with that and just having bad days I guess that kind of jumps us into the unpopular opinion which yes. is just what's up okay our I unpopular forgot. opinion forgot it for a second sorry our unpopular opinion is basically um you can still be active and still try to do things during your period you know because I know they're well that's the unpopular opinion itself <laughs> Do I fully agree with it? I would like to say yes, but like you catch me on my period, maybe I'm not as active <laughs> as I thought I was as my mind says like, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this. But sometimes my period's like, no, you're not, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're going to sit here. So I guess <laughs> with that, what do you guys think about like kind of pressuring yourself to be more active during your period and, um, 
just like, should we be preaching that? Like you can be more active than you are. I think the most important thing, especially throughout all the phases, but especially your period is to listen to your body, right? So if your body is like, sit down or lay down, lay down, right? <laughs> if I'm like, if I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little better today, I can do something, then I'm going to go do it. But if I'm on my period and I'm cramping and I'm in so much pain and I can afford to like take a nap or rest or, you know, cancel plans, I'm going to do it because <laughs> my body is, do your body is doing so much, especially on your period, right? It's doing so much already. So you don't want to like overexert yourself and overdo it. Yes, we can do things during our period. I don't want to say like women are weak and we can't do anything during our period. <laughs> not what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. It's really important to listen to your body. And so, and also it's important to understand that everybody and everybody is different. So like if your homegirl is out here acting like she is superwoman, right? And she's on day one of her period, that's her, that's her. You cannot compare yourself to her <laughs> just because you know she doesn't have as she doesn't have as bad um, period symptoms as you may have. So it's really important to listen to your own body and to really understand your own capacity during your period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say, especially like just speaking for me, I know a lot of times I would um like my period come and I'm like oh well I'm not doing nothing for the week <laughs> period like if I was working out guess I'm not doing that if I was eating well guess I'm not doing that like that I would do that all the time because I was like no something's I'm hurting right now so I need to you know go crazy um so I would say not having I guess not using your period as like an excuse to ruin what you got going on like obviously take your breaks take your time of course because I know like I said, lately, my period's been telling me sit down, um, <laughs> stop moving. Yeah. So definitely taking into account what your period is saying. But I would say like be going on like along with like the Rosen method and everything, just paying attention to like how you feel. Like if first two days, first three days of your period are rest days, if you feel good fourth and fifth day, then, you know, try to get back to the routine you were doing instead of just waiting the whole week. Because a week, especially in workout and eat right time, a week will really ruin you. <laughs> like, okay. A True. week will really ruin you. So you are track. Okay? Because after a week, you're like, well, I could I could go another week of not doing anything. Like, and then you're just going and going. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now I turned it from seven days to seven months. Now you <laughs> backtrack. <laughs> I think I just struggled like I don't know because I mean my first couple of days on my period are bad it's mostly a mental thing for me I, I also like just tell myself to sit down but it's like I could have got up like <laughs> I wasn't down that bad like personally I could have got up but then I'm like nah nah also yeah. a little bit of a lazy lazy potato type vibe so it's yeah. like yeah let's just use this and just sit down but <laughs> Sometimes the cramp is just not good. It's like I think it's about balance. It's all about yeah. balance. Like you can't lean too far to the left or too far to the right. Like you can't like just act like your period's not there and keep going, going, going. You have to listen to your body, but you also can't just like sit and cancel everything <laughs> and just you know just, just go to that extreme. It's all about like you know balance. So yeah, 
Yeah, not gonna lie, I do be canceling some stuff. Not like stuff I really shouldn't cancel, but it's like oh, you can live without me being there. Right, like, yeah, <laughs> I'll just stay in my house. <laughs> Is it lunch? No, I already ate. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Yeah, you gotta think, listen to your body. Absolutely, because everybody's body's different. Mm-hmm. I know. Most people, most people's first days are bad, but I think through having more conversations like about peers, you really find out that like some people, either some people have like super terrible symptoms or some people's like, oh, my period is like three days, it comes, it goes. I'm like, well, wow, like this is, this is crazy. Same, like my period used to be horrible first two days. Now, my first two days, I don't even feel my period. It's really like day three and mm-hmm. Like day three and half of day four is like when I have like cramps and like other symptoms. Um, but then after that, it goes back to me barely noticing my period is here. So it's really, I really have like serious period symptoms like for like a day and a half and then I'm good. <laughs> so, and yeah. that, that used to be like, it used to be horrible. I used to have horrible periods. So it really is a complete shift. So yeah. Yeah it's crazy how it just changes so quickly like mm-hmm. I remember at one point in my life I had a period for six six days like six days of my whole life and I was just like Thanks. this is almost a whole week <laughs> oh my gosh I, I was to, yeah I used to have uh, my period was for seven days and I used to get them every 20 days so sometimes I would get my period twice mm-hmm. a month and it just used to be it was oh my gosh I used to hate it so much. <laughs> I was like I'm so sorry <laughs> I used to hate it so much, but yeah, it's gotten better. Mm, one time I had my, well, actually a couple times I got my period twice a month, but that's because I was not being diligent by my birth control. And another thing that nobody told me that if I messed up, my period would start. I was like, what? Yeah. How is this happening? But I guess you just got to do your research more. I... <laughs> that's like one of the reasons one of the major reasons why I started the online community because like just like conversations like this right having a a space where people can compare notes talk about periods talk about birth control talk about all of these things and changes that they're seeing in their bodies that where else would you have this conversation online you know what I mean like (laughs) really have this conversation and that's that's what I really want to talk about like this is the community that I want to build um, to have that safe space for people to to talk about it, to ask questions, to learn from experts, um, so we can learn about our bodies and be better people. <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's honestly definitely needed because just being able, if all the stuff I would have known if I was in like a online community, especially mm-hmm. birth control, they're like it's gonna help you with your period and all this like it can do that but um when I missed it and I had my period for two weeks I said I don't need this anymore exactly little demon pill I don't (laughs) want it and it's just like so like so much you can learn from other people and their experience even if you're not experiencing the exact same thing like just having that knowledge overall yeah for sure yeah because you find out like what people have I mean, yeah, going to the doctor, they'll tell you, but they kind of just tell you, like, possibility, but you don't know how much that possibility can really happen to you. Like, I know there's that, the one, like, birth control that goes in your arm that, like, sometimes have people have periods for, like, six to nine months, 
before it like I guess like kicks in like I know so many people that have had it got that in their arm and that's happened to them but like if you go to the doctor they're like oh this is a possibility but like it also seems to be happening a lot so like what am I exactly what am I really signing up for like I'm signing up for six to nine months of period just for a couple years of no baby like I don't know (laughs) I don't know if those odds really are adding up (laughs) Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. 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 Honestly, like online communities versus doctors, I feel like this just feels so much better. Like than the doctor. Like I don't want to talk to them about this. I know I should, but it's like, nah, they're saying like a lot of medical terms. I don't understand. They're not really breaking it down. I need someone to tell me real casually, like, hey, I'm cramping. I can't walk today. Are you? And it's like, yeah, like we have the same energy. We're just on the same page. I just sometimes me and my, like, well, not my like current doctor because we cool, but like sometimes doctors, you just not on the same page. Okay. Right. And they're just telling you like, I mean, obviously go to doctor, something's wrong with you. But if you're like, oh, like my last period was like this, my new period is a little different. Like if you don't feel like you have someone to speak to about this, an online community would be great because you'll that's where you'll find people like oh yeah sometimes your periods will do this to you and do that to you that's fine um because I feel like that's another thing people expect like I was like me I was young and expect my period always come at home like people expect it to be very like um especially if it's a period that comes at the same time all the time they expect it to be like oh it's gonna be the same cramp one day cool the next all that type of stuff and it don't be like that sometimes so (laughs) You definitely need someone to talk to about your periods because then you'll know, like, it switches up on you. Absolutely, it does, and it will. <laughs> and don't even care about what you got going on. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay. Thought yeah. you were having fun? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Literally. We'll see. <laughs> That's just so true. You'd be like, but it is what it is, you know? We're women. We do what we got to do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. we thrive but um thrive. Okay. okay do we gotta do but um okay we're gonna move on to the you wrong for that i don't remember so <laughs> oh lord i'm super trash um the you wrong for that today is no, about, okay i'm trying <laughs> memory is gotta get better but are you wrong for that wow you wrong for that today yes is about um I guess it's about men and their like overall assumptions of how your period should go or based or assuming that if you're in a mood, then that's you PMSing or um, just like that. I wouldn't even just say men, just like people in general's assumptions on periods. Are they wrong for just assuming that if there's a mood change in you, then like, oh, that's your period and blah, 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 blah. Or um I guess like are they okay for assuming that like I don't know how do y'all feel about people's assumptions on periods yeah you should never assume (laughs) (laughs) one um you should never assume um I think when it comes not all men some men I will say that some men assume some men make trash comments that's some men not all men Mm -hmm. but I think for me in my life right I have a close relationship to a few men and when I'm going through PMS 
first off, they know better to say a comment, a slick comment to me. <laughs> if they do, they'll get checked. Like I'll, 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 I'll set that boundary real quick, right? Mm-hmm. But when I am going through um, PMS or when I'm on my period, I communicate that. I have no problem communicating that. Not everyone may feel comfortable saying stuff like that, but I, I'm like, yo, I, I don't have the capacity. I'm, you know, I'm going through it right now. If you want to say I'm on my period, you can, but you don't have to tell, you don't have to, you don't have to, but Mm -hmm. I tell people like, listen, I don't have the capacity for this right now. I don't have time for this right now. Um, And I tell them like, you know, I'm going through something physically right now and I just, I can't, right? I think they're wrong for assuming just because I'm on my period doesn't mean that I'm going to be moody or angry or whatever. That that doesn't equate to those things, right? Um, And I think that's the whole misogyny around periods and the taboo topic. People who don't have periods assume a lot of things about periods um, just from what they've seen or what they've seen portrayed um, in movies or jokes, jokes that they've heard and things like that. So yes, you're wrong for assuming <laughs> um, that I'm moody because I'm on my period. I'm moody because I had a bad day. I'm moody because my jeans don't fit. <laughs> I'm moody because someone cut me off in traffic. Like I'm moody because whatever reason, or I'm angry because whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? I can have those feelings. Um, just because I have those feelings doesn't mean I'm on my period. Um, so yes, I would say yes, they're wrong for assuming that because I'm moody or I'm showing emotion in any way that you don't agree with means that I'm on my period. Right. That's the problem. Yeah, I agree with that. But also, whenever someone said that to me, they've never been right. Like, <laughs> never been accurate. I wasn't on my period, so it's kind of just like, why are you like, why are you even asking me this? I'm having a bad day. Just leave me alone, because now I'm more upset for getting this stupid question. And it's just mm-hmm. like, even if I was like, what are we about to have a period conversation? Like, you really want to get into this right now? You really want to know what's happening? Do you really want to know? They never the time they act like they don't. Like I'll break it down. I'll tell you what's happening. But most of the time they act like they don't. So I think, is it wrong for people to just assume that you're on your period? Yeah, because it's like, why? Like, just ask me what's wrong. Like, ask me how my day is going or like, tell me something. Like, maybe you could be like a little nicer to me. Like, don't ask me about my period. Like... <laughs> Right. assumption just so aggressive like invasive. yeah invasive that's mm-hmm. a better word yeah. uh, it's just it just bothers me that it's never they're never right when they ask like not one time has I been on my period when someone's asked that not once Jeez. I feel like I I've experienced people like I guess because I don't really do anything in my period it just happens and life goes that I'll have like people be like, oh, like you're on your period. You're not doing, you're not acting like this. You're not acting like that. Or you, you are the type of woman to not like be moody or whatever on your period and make that seem like that's like such a great thing. But like, I don't even see that as like a compliment to say like, oh, you're a woman that does not moody on your period. So you must be great. Like, no, it just doesn't make any sense. 
I think it's so important for women, girls, menstruators, men, non-menstruators, whoever, whatever you identify as, to understand like going through your menstrual cycle, going through all that stuff and understanding the natural biology is just so important and really understanding that everybody is different. <laughs> like everybody is different. Everybody's going to go through things differently. Their body's going to present symptoms in a different way. And that's, it's really understanding that. Like, I think, I don't know, people have this like idea, this caricature of what a menstruating woman on her period is supposed to look and sound like. And if it doesn't align, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It got to be the movies and the TV shows because Absolutely. I I don't know where they're getting this from. They're not this. I don't think they're reading it in books. They could be. But <laughs> I don't think that's what they're reading. It's definitely <laughs> media for sure. I don't think they're reading it in books. Yeah. No. I think people just literally need to have more conversations about it. I think it should be. Well, actually, me and Maddie had a, a, another episode that was about like circled around like pregnancy and um, all that kind of stuff. And just like I but where's the education like we get educated on just like I guess like the basics of sex but and then like then they move it on to drugs but it's never like you know what it is what's happening in your body like what's happening with your period what what pregnancy actually looks like what like the whole ovulation thing like we don't learn about those types of things in we should like there should be a class or some sort of like you know community um, right a community exactly so yes yeah no I feel exactly the same way I just feel like if if 12 13 year old Miyoshi had a community or even just someone to talk to I would make so much better decisions um I would just be so much better informed about my body and I would feel better about my body like I used to hate my body and I used to like be so confused about so many different things. And I think if I had a place or if I was educated more about my body and things that were going on, I would just be so much more confident in certain things in certain areas. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) That's definitely true. I heard talking too, talking more. Yeah. When you just like, don't know like certain things or like don't understand like your body and stuff it's kind of like easy just to like I guess like have anger towards your body and yourself and everything because if you're not talking about it you don't understand it's like and you just kind of feel like no one else is going through this like this can't be happening to other people because like more people will be talking about it but we're just out here suffering in silence it is (laughs) sick okay especially so young too and it's like, I guess, like, more people could be talking to, like, their mom or what, like, the woman figure in their life. But it's like, I don't know. With society, you just feel like, no, nah, let me just give it <laughs> yeah. to myself. Yeah, <laughs> you feel like you can't. It is, it is kind of weird, though, because I feel like most of everybody has that, like, exciting moment of I finally get it. And then it just completely flips. So, like, okay, rest of my life, I'm hiding this. It's not cool. I don't like it. Nobody else likes it. <laughs> There's no like, oh, let's learn about it. Let's figure out why this is happening, when it happens. You know, somebody has a cycle. I mean, eventually you learn that like you either have a 
a regular cycle or irregular cycle, but you don't even ever learn like, how do I figure that out? How do I track that? Where does this happen? Like, you know, yeah. you just, you're living in limbo, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta work towards that. You gotta have those conversations. But um, like this, I'm glad we got to actually come together and speak on it because you know, me and Maddie talking about periods, but we were like, we gotta get an episode out about periods. Like this is important. Okay. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gotta talk about it. Okay. Period. They're out here giving giving out condoms for free. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about okay. for free outside. Okay. everywhere please lord jesus it'd be so nice just to walk past and just pick some up <laughs> literally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh you talk about your um your like period box i don't remember what it was called subscription box yeah subscription box yeah so um it's launching in may um and it's basically aligned to the rosa method like i mentioned before um and it basically helps you prioritize self-care through your four phases. So there's a product in there for your winter phase, your spring phase, your summer phase, and your fall phase. Um, and so it helps you really um, take care of yourself. So like for your period, there's something in there for your period and to prioritize rest during your period. There's something in there to help you feel more outgoing during your follicular phase. There's something in there to make you feel sexier or feel like a superhero during your ovulation phase. And there's something that helps you in tune, be more in tune with yourself and your emotions and be, and really um, tap into that awareness and attention um, during your fall phase. So I work with different companies and we have a new box every single month. And so, yeah, it launches in, in May, like I said. So just stay tuned for that on our social media platforms. That's gonna be lit. I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, um, lovely. I think that is our episode, you guys. Well, Yay. thank you guys for listening. Um, this is the act, but don't quote me. But oh, Jesus! But don't quote <laughs> me podcast. Um, you can find us on everything at but don't quote me. I am Madison. You can find me everywhere at the underscore life right um yeah lindy yes me you can find me everywhere at underscore lindy or um yeah that's pretty much it where can they find you miyoshi yes you can find me my personal page miyoshi at miyoshi days on ig and also hate the dot on ig yes tune in definitely Look out for the subscription box in May. Yeah. <laughs> Join our community at hate.com yes. slash community. Yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely. If you want to have great conversations, yes. Got to go there and get into it. Yes. <laughs> that is a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. All right. Oh, let me stop the recording. <laughs>